Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. This is where we look at various nutrition and fitness-related topics through the lens of application. We want to give you practical takeaways so that you can create your healthiest, best self backed by knowledge. Now, on to the episode with your host, Coach Lisa. Hello, and welcome back to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. My name is Lisa, and I'm your host. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about five steps to make 2023 your year. It won't be an episode about goal setting, about New Year's resolutions, but five steps to overhaul your life, more or less, in order to get you where you want to be to make this your absolute best year. If you're new to the podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, share it on your social media if you want to help me grow. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. So the new year is obviously approaching quickly, or it might already be the new year as you're listening to this. The first step and this might not come to a surprise considering the title of this podcast, (laughs) in order for this to be your year, is to take charge of your physical health. If you're subscribed to our newsletter, all these points are going to sound very familiar. However, a lot of people are more auditory listeners. A lot of people skim over the newsletter. So this is why I wanted to go into detail with all these five steps, because I think that they are so, so important. It's so important to take a realistic look at yourself, to just look in the mirror and be like, am I happy with what I'm seeing? Is this truly the full potential I think I could have? Take it all in. Take Also take into consideration your lifestyle. You know, don't compare yourself to whatever supermodels or uh, figure athlete, what whatnot. No, you might be a mom who has given birth to three children, who is running a busy household and who has a full-time job. Therefore, compare yourself to your best version. Are you happy with what you're seeing? And we all have things that we don't like about ourselves, but generally we should love ourselves and we should feel great in our bodies. If it's not the case, then changing something is only up to you. No one is going to come and going to be like, hey, come on, Lisa, I think you have more potential. Here's your new workout program in order to really explore your full potential. Also, haven't you been saying you needed to get a skin checkup? Um, I booked your appointment for you. And then on top of that, I'm going to be cooking for you for the next five weeks so that you are optimally fueled. No, nobody's going to do that. You can hire coaches, which is going to be very beneficial along the journey, especially if you don't really know what to do. You can get friends, you can outsource and so on. But in the end, you need to be the one doing stuff. So face your problem zones, face your health markers. You're not getting any younger. It does pay off to get regular checkups the areas where you feel unfit, do you feel like you could be stronger? Do you feel like you get out of breath just walking up two flights of stairs? Do you know that you have a lot of excess body fat levels or that just generally what you're eating, you might not even be overweight, but that what you're eating is really not that conducive to your health. Health. I really, really believe that everyone has a lot of potential. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Limitless or other movies where they kind of go into like, we have so much potential and we're only really tapping into, I don't know what it is, like 20% is probably more than that, but you know what I mean? Are you really tapping into your full potential though? So what 
what could this mean for 2023? It could mean finally, like I said, finally getting some health checkups that you've been avoiding, finally getting consistent with your training routine. It's only going to come from consistency. Nothing is going to change majorly or long term if you're not doing it on a consistent basis. That might be your steps. That might be going to the gym three times a week or every single day doing 20 minutes. This might be finally ditching your alcohol habit. This might be prioritizing sleep more finding a way to stick to a higher protein diet or to tracking or whatever it is and just really observing every area of your of your life for me it generally um means i'm someone it's not like i avoid going to the doctor i just like keep putting it off because i think like nothing's really wrong <laughs> but nonetheless you know blood markers they can still be very indicative um I know it's also a thing of, of money financially, you know, not everybody has all these opportunities, but just do what you can with what you have. Um, I also for a long time closed my eyes from about the lack of sleep that I was getting, mostly because I didn't couldn't really do much at the time to change it in the sense of working shift work. And no matter what I was doing in terms of like having um fully blinding or or dark uh, blackout curtains or you know all these things nothing really helped um but eventually it forced me it had to get worse before it got better so it forced me to get out of the shift work cycle um but yeah those are a few points where i was like okay i need to get my 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 butt into gear the second point overall to make 2023 your year and this is going to sound totally ridiculous, is making happiness a priority. Yes, you only have one life. We all only have one life, probably anyway, that we're aware of. This is your chance. Do you really value yourself, yourself enough to make the life that you have been given count? I really hope so. Because again, I deeply believe that you too and Everyone else deserves to be happy, deserves all the happiness in the world. And the great news about happiness is that there is an abundant amount of it. We don't need to be sharing it. It doesn't mean like, oh, this person is really happy, so I'm going to be crappy now. Um, <laughs> happiness, you know, when, with, when I say happiness, I, I, I don't mean that momentary superficial happiness of like, quick satisfaction of eating a donut or when you win the lottery or when you buy something cool or um, when you cross the finish line in a race. I don't mean that. I mean a genuine contentedness with your life, a feeling of being at peace with who you are, with what you do, being aligned, for lack of a better word, finding pleasure in the little things that you do on a daily basis waking up excited, loving the the small aspects like the cup of coffee that you drink, the view out of your window, your meals, your gym routine, the people that you hang out with, all these things. It's not the annual vacation. And I mean, okay, this is coming from someone who travels all the time. But for me, it's still my routines give me so much pleasure. I look forward to all my, my meals, to my walks, to like, it's about that. It's not about the 
big thing once a year. Yeah, okay, well, they can help us reset, they can be a bit of a downtime, they can give us a good time out from work stress, but genuinely or generally speaking, the my goal for myself has always been to create a life that I don't feel like I need to escape from. And yeah, so if this is not you, maybe deep down you don't actually believe that you're deserving of happiness. And if so, ask yourself, why not? Why not you? Why other people? Do you secretly get a little bit of pleasure out of um, whining or out of complaining? Um, or maybe it's like you feel like the mountain is too big in front of you and you have dug yourself um, too big of a hole and there would be too many changes that you'd have to make to create a life you love. Like if you have family or anything like that, or you feel like you have a lot of um, debts to pay off. But unfortunately, again, you are the only one in charge of making yourself happy. It's not your spouse, certainly not your employer, and not, not your friends either. It's something you need to choose, create, and prioritize on a daily basis, even in small steps. It could be like doing the little things like, <clears throat> excuse me, taking five to ten minutes in your busy day to stop for your favorite beverage or sitting on a park bench and absorbing observing uh, or soaking up some sun <laughs> it could be um figuring out where you might need to take small steps to delay gratification to achieve your big time happiness so that could be physically you know saying right i'm I want to snooze, but I'm going to go to the gym even though I don't feel like it right now because in the long term, I know it's going to make me happier and actually um, give me more satisfaction throughout the day. It, the biggest thing here too is to define what sort of life you actually want. And I mean, while we want to be somewhat realistic, still allow yourself to dream, to to picture what your life could look like. Like, okay, don't go from one bedroom apartment to 10 huge mansion villas uh, somewhere around the globe <laughs> and never having to move a single finger but um you know still allow yourself to dream to visualize and like this all sounds super cheesy and, and we've spoken about manifestation before but i am just such a believer in more visualization rather than anything I distinctly remember when I was in my full-time employment with the police um visualizing being part of a group which is called the bucket list bombshells <laughs> don't laugh but well okay laugh but it's um essentially uh, two girls that have been traveling around the world for I don't know how many years and working remotely and they were actually advertising uh, courses to learn how to become like uh, I think it was digital marketers or graphic design I took one of their courses <laughs> I was like who am I kidding this is not my passion I, I'm not any good at this why don't I just focus on nutrition and training and try to make that something I can do remotely and you know look where I am now I'm I visualized not living in New Zealand I I visualized working for a big nutrition coaching company. I literally said the names out loud of the two companies that I wanted to work for. And even though I got rejected the first time when applying for one of them, uh, I tried again and I got in and I was working for that company for over two years very, very happily. Um, 
somewhere where I have had to work on a lot when it comes to this point is um, money. I used to believe that same like with happiness money is, is is scarce you know if one person has a lot of money that means other people need to be poor and um there is still like a lot of money mindset things that i have to i'm working through but in general this is also a thinking of abundance or can reflect um tightly what how you think about happiness right so point number three for how to make 2023 your life is to elevate your life through learning and purpose. For many people, growth and can contribution can be huge aspects of happiness and fulfillment. That is not that is one of the reasons why you know some people just love giving and they uh, love um, being involved in their communities as volunteers or coach like unpaid coaches or whatever else. And really, um, not just that aspect, not just giving away your time, it doesn't have to be for free, but learning and growing as a teacher, as a coach, or learning through various courses, it can make you feel like you are progressing and improving, sort of like working out. You know, you see the numbers go up that you are able to lift, and therefore, if you complete a certain course or you finish a certain book, um, that can really, really be a big aspect. It's very person-dependent, to be entirely honest, how much this means to you. Um, but I actually enjoyed learning when I was in school to at least the subjects that interested me. And then after university, I stopped engaging in actual purposeful learning. Like I started my job with the police and um, well, yeah, okay, you do your training. But aside from that, like at home, I didn't really learn anything. And I was missing that so much for like a year and a half. I didn't really know what I was missing, but I just, I didn't grow. I felt like I was staying stuck and that was a terrible, terrible feeling for me. So I'm someone for whom um, growth and contribution or learning and purpose are very big pillars of my happiness. I'm going to go into the other um, core needs in a little bit. But yeah, that if you are that person um, or if you think you could be that person, you might have been that person, then find something that excites you. Even if it's learning about turtles, if it's uh, learning how to program a computer, like I don't even know, it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, as I said, it might be more beneficial to one person than to another. And sometimes you need to try it for a little longer before you know how it makes you feel. It's not going to be the first uh, coaching session that you have with the little league that makes you completely happy. And you're like, oh, I'm so fulfilled. It doesn't matter that my home life is a little bit of a stress and that my work is stressful. No, no, no. It's going to be something where you're going to benefit from the long-term um, investment into other people or just simply yourself as well so it could be learning a new skill like starting ballroom dancing with your spouse it could be learning how to play the piano speaking the language um, starting to knit or to sew to um, learn more about nutrition or biology or you know again whatever fascinates you it could also be coming involved in your church, doing some volunteer work, um, coaching others for free just because you enjoy it, 
teaching your grandchild's soccer league, like thinking about what drives you, what do you enjoy doing without getting paid for it? What do you, what do people ask you about and admire you for, or what do you ask people about and admire them for? Because the truth is we, everything we can see in others, admire in others is also deeply within us. So if there's something in another person where you're like, wow, that is so cool. I wish I could do that. Well, you can, you just have to do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is, the, this was part number three, but I want to briefly touch on the other core needs. So we have five human core needs, and I'm not talking about um, the the hierarchy of, of needs, Marslow's hierarchy of needs. So when, of course, those basic needs are fulfilled, we still have deep down more psychological needs, such as growth and contribution, as I mentioned. Then the other one is love and connection, certainty or control but also at the same time, variation and a feeling of significance. So once again, growth and contribution, love and connection, certainty and control, variation and significance. We Most people have one or two that really stand out to them. And we also show our main core needs often through food. So if you're someone who has a big core need for love and connection, you might be that person that is hosting all the dinners, that loves to bring the family together with food, that loves to like overnourish almost with food. Um, but at the same time, so this can show up in a negative way by like always, always shoving food down people's throats, or it can be more in the way of like, hey, I would love to cook for you in a you know healthy way or um, still finding, finding good ways to, um, I guess, pay forward your love to your loved ones in in a healthy way with food. It could also be, you know, if you need control and everything in your life seems to go out of control at work with your family, and then you might find yourself on the couch at night shoving down the ice cream because that's the only thing you can control right now. So that would be a health an unhealthy way, obviously, for this need to show up. Whereas if you simply brought in more control in your life, maybe through macro tracking or um, at work in different kinds of ways, then you might fulfill that, that need in a very different way. I hope that makes sense. If you have more questions about core needs um, or you want me to do a specific episode on those, then let me know in the comments. I would love to hear. For, fourth step for making 2023 your year is to be or become a boundaries boss. Yes, I've recorded an episode on how to get better to, to by, in saying no before, but this really pertains to everything. I'm not saying that you need to be the most self-centered person in the world, but maybe you do need to become a little bit more egotistical or self-centered to an extent anyway. So we don't want you to hurt the people around you or neglect your children or like lock yourself away in a house and never see anybody again. But what I mean by that is stop doing things that don't need to be done at all just for the sake of people pleasing or um, stop also like other people around you might not even care, but um, you are setting ex extremely high standards, unrealistic standards for yourself. Again, for what reason? People in your house probably don't care all that much, whether there is an extra 
crinkle or wrinkle in uh, the bed sheets or not that you have just ironed three times. <laughs> Say no more often when it comes to invitations. Sometimes people only invite you because they feel like they need to be polite also. So actually often by declining an invitation, we might also be doing them a favor. And again, it comes down to how we say no. Have a little bit more foresight when it comes to your own energy levels and try to remember that quantity of time spent together does not mean quality of time. So if you are really cramming your week full with social ob obligations and then someone's like, oh, can we go and catch up for coffee this week? I'd love to see you. And you know on that day you already have so much going on. Are you really going to show up as your highest self, as your most energetic self, as your most joyful self or motivational self? Probably not. Wouldn't it be better to say like, hey, next week would suit me much better. Is there any chance we could make it next week? And they are most likely going to be like, yes, or they might say not next week, but the week after. And that is fine also. <laughs> so, you know, think of when uh, energetically is suitable for you. It probably depends a lot on whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, whether other people deplete you or actually energize you. Um, but yeah, so once you have figured that out, um, you're much more easily able to say, no, I'm already going out twice for dinner this week. That is plenty given how much I've got going on with work. Or you might say, actually, I think I can fit a third one in. This should be a pretty easy week for me and I don't have any other coffee dates or whatever. So yeah, I didn't never used to be this quote unquote strong in my boundaries. Um, it is something truly that you practice. It is truly something where you just need to realize um People-pleasing doesn't help anybody, especially not other people. <laughs> um, like, it might feel like that in the first instant, but people often just end up walking all over you. People are might still not be content with the time or effort that you're giving them. So, yeah, just my reminder to practice, 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 and you will get better at that. Last point is... Shutting out negativity. You can only make 2023 your year if you put on the blinds and you shut out negative news, negative people, negative words that you use, negative influence on social media, and flip that script, seeking positivity, seeking happy shows on TV, positive messages on your social media, following inspiring and motivating people, learning to switch your language in a way that you're not like constantly doubting yourself or putting yourself down or telling yourself, oh, you're so stupid. You did this again. Or, well, of course you dropped that. It's so, you know, you're such a clumsy person. No, stop it. We want to seek out the positive things and really focus on the positive things that you do as well and and again like journaling or daily reflections weekly reflections can come in super super handy there just to find a bit more of that positive focus if you're not naturally inclined that way you know some people they are just naturally really happy and positive and always oh that went so well and then other people they just generally tend to find the negative things so it's not like we are have fixed personalities, though. We can change that. And the people around us play a very big role with that. Cutting out toxic people and sometimes 
we can't do that like when we're at work it might not be possible to you but still try your very best to remove yourself from them or from their influence on you and just even just talk to them blindly and be like hey if you want to gossip and um, that's your thing but while we are here in this room together I don't want to have anything to do with that so please let's just switch topics um you know so cutting out toxic people cutting out draining people or at least minimizing contact with them again you're not doing anyone a favor and most certainly not yourself if you keep them in your life just for the sake of it there are certain people who are only part of our lives for a short amount of time and that is okay you are the only one in charge of who you let um, really get to you of what you are consuming you don't have to watch the news you don't have to read the paper that's only negative no one is forcing you to do that so what are you waiting for it is up to you to make all these changes and become a positivity seeker to also um, start prioritizing your health to also making happiness a priority in your life and to elevate your life through learning and purpose and contribution and to become incredibly strong in whatever boundaries you want to set yourself. So happy 2023. <laughs> if there is anything I or nutrition coaching in life can do for you to help you get there, then please let us know. Reach out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode on social. Very much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Coaching and Life or head to our website, www.nutritioncoachingandlife.com, where we provide more valuable content. Have a wonderful day. Now go out and work on your best self.